Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi everyone, Taylor here. You know at our podcast, we were wanting to center the perspectives of people who look like us and women as well as marginalized people who have been historically pushed to the sideline of conversations. So if you haven't already, we welcome you to engage through our Instagram or Facebook page by leaving a comment or simply support us by subscribe our podcast from Acast, Apple, Spotify and Google. It will make a huge difference to increase our visibility and centering the conversations we have from our pod. Enjoy today's episode. Hey, ni hao. <laughs> Which is, hey, how's it going? <laughs> so um, this is Jessie. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Helen. Hey, this is Asian Bitches Down Under. And if I say Asian Bitches Down Under in Mandarin, it's Zong... Oh, I don't even know how to say Asian. How do you say Asian in yeah, Mandarin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sambalan. Yeah, Samba Bitches Down Under. In the Our Chinese is so bad. I can't well, mine even, is. Yours is I can't fine. even speak properly. I, I love listening to Chinese, but my Chinese is just so shit. Do you know what? Helen sent me a podcast of like someone speaking Taiwanese and Mandarin the other day and I listened to it and I just felt like, you know how I was telling you how I felt so happy when I'm in the Kuchi baths? Yeah. yeah, it's the same feeling I get. Like I just feel like I'm home. Oh, I'm home which podcast when I hear Taiwanese. That? Well, you told me it was, you captioned it. The best podcast I've heard all week. Oh, was it over the weekend? I think it's... Yeah, and and literally, literally Uh I did not understand anything she said. (laughs) I was like listening to it and I had no idea what she was talking about, but it still felt deeply comforting. I think it's uh, like it's a group of millennials that are doing a special podcast only in Chinese because there's a um, Mm. native language day coming up at the end of February. And they're based in US. They're actually like us, Mm -hmm. as in they're like Asian diasporas, but... Nice. She yep. she does a mentoring podcast, but only in that episode that she had worked so hard to speak only Dai Yi, the Chinese, in yeah, that right. episode. Yeah, I love that episode, which is really good. Yeah, and it's so funny trying to listen to um, people who speak Chinese who hasn't been using the language for a long time. It's like listening it's to it's, it's, it's listening to you trying to speak in Mandarin. <laughs> oh really? Oh, thanks. That's cute. Yeah. What was it? What were they talking about? What was the content? I think they were saying? talking about their experience with Taiwanese language, and oh. if uh, like who taught them Taiwanese, oh. and did they speak Taiwanese when they were growing up? And mm-hmm. I think they shared um one of their favorite Taiwanese song. Like I tried to even think if I know any Taiwanese song, and the only one. What you do? Oh, you mean Taiwanese? Yeah, the not, Ta- Mandarin. not the Mandarin. The only one that right. I remember will be this. Was just gonna sound funny, like Xiao Ba Zhang. No, sing it, sing it, sing it. no, I can't sing it. Xiao Ba Zhang. Xiao Ba Zhang. Xiao Ba Zhang. No, I'm thinking La Shambo. No, that's one face song. La Shambo. So Helen, when Helen was a teenager, angsty teenager. Um, who didn't talk to anyone? I would just hear these like Mandarin pop singers yeah. from her bedroom. I can't. I still can't sing to nowadays. I can listen to it. Yeah, 
Okay, so on this episode, which we're recording yep. right after the episode we just did. <laughs> about well, we don't have to tell our listeners that. <laughs> um, we don't have to tell them that. We're all very tired and Jessie's just eating chips because she's starving. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I am actually. So we're going to talk about uh, Lunar New Year, which is coming up in two days' time. So Thursday is the new Lunar New Year's Eve, which we usually will have a family tradition of ancestor worshipping ceremony. It's a typical day uh, for women to slave hours away, cooking, cleaning, and bow your heads towards some to someone else's uh, the gods to someone else's family gods. Usually, your husbands. Mm. <laughs> um, no. So on Instagram, I've shared a couple of the dishes that we usually eat over the <clears throat> Chinese, uh, sorry, the Lunar New Year dinner, mm-hmm. and we will be talking about what it means for Asian diasporas celebrating Lunar New Year. Like, what is it for you, Jess? Like for me, it's it's kind of like a Christmas, you know, have a whole family gathering, mm. eat food. I love it. Yeah, we talk about yeah. things the same as almost every other weekend, but you get extra food on the table. Yeah, exactly. And you get money, right? Yeah, and you get red pockets. Yeah, I remember um, I've been getting red pockets every year for like mm-hmm. God knows how long because <laughs> I'm the only single person left in the family. Uh, As in like unmarried, unmarried. <laughs> um, yeah. So some of the traditions in Taiwan is different to other places in Asia for oh, yeah? the celebration. Usually, um, according to a couple of websites that I've looked up on the lunar calendar, 24th of December is the day that the gods are been sending away. And the mm-hmm. 16th, this is lunar calendar, 16th of December is usually the day that a lot of companies have their end-of-the-year banquet where they're giving out bonuses to the employees and they have like a big dinner, which I've mentioned in the previous episode. Um, there's one interesting tradition that the company would do is that mm-hmm. if they have a whole chicken on the table as a dish, they will keep the head you know, from head to the bottom, they keep the whole. And if your, if the chicken head is facing you, you're likely to be the one will be fired after the new oh. year. <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny! So, How have I never heard of this before? So that is you just so have funny. To be careful about your performance and or not try to sit in front of the chicken's head. Yeah. And oh my God, what a way to what a way to get fired. <laughs> so as I mentioned that twenty the on the lunar calendar twenty fifth of December and is the day that they send the um gods away. So of those of that week that usually the family will start preparing for the the New Year Eve dinner and also start cleaning. Mm-hmm. It's like a spring cleaning routine. And on the night of the New Year's Eve, it's called uh, we all have like Tuan Yuan Fan, I think like a family yeah, gathering dinner. So uh-huh. they worship in uh, during the daytime. The family worship their ancestors, the god of the earth, and then everyone will gather together to have. Um, dinner after the dinner, mm-hmm. the kids get ya sui qian. It's yeah. the red pockets. Mm-hmm. 
And on the first day, there's a, like there's a whole routine for the traditional families to do. It's just so many, but I'm just going to mention the three days because that's the only three that I can remember. Usually the first day of the new year is that you have to go out in new clothes. Uh, some people go mm-hmm. to the temple uh, to worship mm-hmm. and ask for good luck of the year, uh, visiting friends, uh, relatives, or your boss. They call mm. it bai nian. Bai nian means mm-hmm. that you go and greet them on the first day of the new year to bring good luck. Mm-hmm. There's actually something that you cannot do on the first day. Um, mm. You cannot... Like, uh, like rules. These yeah, rules. there's a rule yep. saying that. Yep. Uh, avoiding... Uh, what do you call it? A- avoiding punishing your kids. Avoiding breaking oh, balls. Really? Yeah, so usually the first day <laughs> of the new year, all the kids, no matter how big rascal that you make, parents cannot yeah. tell them off. Yeah, I love yeah. that. And... You cannot take out rubbish on a day. You cannot touch knives or broomsticks. Yeah, because those will bring bad luck. Yeah, oh so anything God. that that con, uh, considers sharp or anything that mm. considers uh, you're cleaning out stuff, you shouldn't be doing on mm. the first day of the new year. Um, mm. And also don't raise your temper, as in don't get angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. And on the second day of the new year, um, the woman who married out, they consider as in married out of their family, they go back yeah, to their yeah. family. We call it Hui Niang Jia, you know, which happens to mm-hmm. me and our other yeah. sister. Um, yeah. We have to, when you married, you don't come back on the first day. You have to come back on the second day. Yeah, with you your, can't come back on the yeah, first day. Because it brings bad luck. I don't know why, because... Yeah, ask how much <laughs> usually well, tells 50% me. Well, 50% of marriages end up, end up in divorce. So I don't know why they still keep doing that. Um, so on the second day, married daughters will bring their own husbands and their kids back to their fam- original maiden family home to greet mm-hmm. their parents. So the wow, taboo. So, so the, on the taboo for the second day is that you must bring a gift that is with uh, even numbers. Like you have to bring two or six or eight. Obviously not mm. four because we all know si yeah. is a bad n- number. Yeah, because yeah. it's the because it sounds tonally this similar to the, the word death. for death. Yeah, and the for, on the third day it is encouraged to um, go to bed early which is very difficult for bottom people. Um, So apparently, uh, according to some tradition or legend, however you want to call it, on the third day is the day that the rats get married. There's a story about... Rats get married? Yeah, there's a story of how the rats are there to share the uh, abundance of harvesting of towards the end of the year so you should let them i think it's like a sense of letting all the other animals enjoy in what you have gathered for the past year right yeah interesting um other things that i can see there's one interesting thing that we brought up during our weekly conversation is that apparently in china you can rent a girlfriend or a boyfriend to take home to your family yeah. yeah, because... Which is a... Yeah, go on, go on. I was going to say something, but go on. 
because they have been pressured to get married, you know, when they get into their 20s or even in their 30s, the parents just don't see their own child bringing back a partner when they're visiting their own <laughs> village. And yeah. it's a stressful time for the young people because they don't want to get married. They don't want to even be in a relationship. So they're, as capitalism goes, people starting to create this kind of market of hiring out individuals to be like a, what do you call it, an escort? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to kind of stop their parents hassling them over the yeah, new exactly. year. Because usually they'll yeah. just see them over the new year for a couple of days yeah, and exactly. they go back to their yeah. big city for the work. For, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. And you were going to say? Well, like it, like uh, white people or like people in the West might laugh at that. Mm. But like in Japan, for instance, it's a very real thing, you know, um, rent a family. That, that industry is massive. Mm, mm. And my, one of my favorite writers, Elif Butman, um, she wrote for The New Yorker um, in 2018 about um, Japan's rent-a-family industry, which went viral. It's a really great um, article. I recommend everyone to listen to it or read it. Um, uh, it's basically about how, yeah, like you said, a lot of um, <laughs> single men, you know, yeah. they, like, in Japan, like in a lot of Asian countries, um, your appearance is really 99% of how you're going to be treated right yeah. it's so important mm-hmm. and so like um they hire like fake wives and hate fake daughters <laughs> oh, to bring to like company company parties uh-huh. or like end of year company celebrations or when the boss invites them over to his mansion on the weekend yeah. like you really need to put up a really good face so mm-hmm. you just rent a family to pretend that you know you have the no- your that to pretend that you're normal basically yeah you know, pretend like, that, quote unquote normal yeah pretend that you fit into the society's society society yeah exactly yeah. yeah because you know anyone who's like um not got a family anyone who like doesn't have kids or wives at when they're in their 40s is suspect <laughs> It's like you know, that weird. is how society treats them. Yeah, they're weird. There's something wrong with them. Like if you're a single guy in your 40s, you must be gay or you must be a pedophile. If you're a single woman in your 40s, you you must be um, something wrong with you, crazy. You know, like just single people are just shamed in every way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, they're still That's very why I hate stigmatized. Yeah, yeah, totally stigmatized. That's why I hate coupledom. I hate coupledom. <laughs> I hate yeah. nucleus family. Mm-hmm. I just hate anything that makes single people or people outside of the heteronormative nucleus family mm. or coupledom feel like there's something wrong with them because they're not inside that structure yeah, and that I structure agree. only benefits the patriarchy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, according to a lot of people, uh, sp- specifically for single people, like you said, when they return to their family uh, for the New Year Eve dinner, often they will mm. face a lot of criticism if they don't bring back a partner or they oh. don't see it as successful, you know, as like I'm speaking from my own experience and also like the wider Taiwanese communities that people just don't stop asking you about your private life, especially yeah, during exactly. this, you know, celebrated times. It's a bit similar to to Christmas, you know, how Bridget Jones gets questioned every time when she sees a aunties and uncles like why aren't you married like why don't you have kids yeah. like what what's your what are you doing at your career now which i'm going yeah. to bring up to uh, there's a really good company 
who sells uh, fashion merchandises in Taiwan. It's based in Nantou, and it was founded mm-hmm. in 2017. It's called Make World. Um, so their core element is using maps to collaborate with different kinds of culture as accessories and to combine with different creations. And they have come up with like a um, specific range for Lunar New Year. And there's a sweater that mm. has, it's just totally red and it has mm-hmm. a couple lines writing on the front. Uh, it says that, uh, welcome to ask me questions. But if you ask, here are my price, here are my, the price list, you know, it's like, ask me yeah. about uh, my partner's $800. Ask me about mm. my school academics, $800. Or ask me when I'm going to get married, $2,000, you know. And at the bottom, it says, cash only, pay now. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So it's like. Stop asking questions that people don't like answering or just personal questions. Yeah. 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 Because uh, let's not forget, listeners, that um, a question is not a question. Often a question is an accusation or a judgment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And the amazing Amanda Gorman, the inaugural poet, Mm -hmm. um, said in an interview with Michelle Obama recently, she said she's learning that no is a complete sentence. Yeah, we all need to love learn that? that. I love. I know yeah. you really need to teach your daughters. Oh, I don't you need to do teach not... her. She knows. <laughs> she knows. Yeah, already. she knows because she's like she's got more confidence <laughs> than me, um, or you combined, yeah. which is great uh, as an eight year old. Um, but um, it's um, I'm still learning that. Like I still can't find myself saying no without backing it up. Like I feel like I have to give someone a reason. Mm, yeah, it is hard. Sometimes. Like no, because this or no, because that. Like because. I fear people just thinking I'm a bitch if I just say no and then I don't have to like give oh. them. But the thing is you don't have to give them. That's so funny. I thought you already got you over know? that stage. Oh, no. I still need to be polite mm. to some people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a value from my side. There's not much else that I can mention well, um, except for going over to our parents' place and pick out tomorrow night. Pick out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm actually really excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. Well, I want to conclude by saying that we should do episode on Little Big Woman, the Taiwanese film. I know that you haven't Which watched Helen it. And, yeah, yeah, I've watched it. Yeah. It's it's brilliant. It's slow, but it's brilliant. And I cry at the last mm-hmm. five minutes. It's just like those kind of film that builds up in the last five minutes, like an explosive emotional scene. Mm. Yeah. And apart from Little Big Woman, I want to mention Clubhouse. I know that you don't like using social media platforms. But I got invited mm-hmm. to onto Clubhouse, and I have no idea what the fuck is all this about until I joined, mm. and I just thought that okay, it's just listening to other people's conversation online. Uh-huh. That's it. Uh-huh. Like it, uh-huh. like we can have our podcast and open that app, and people going into our room and listening to us recording. Right. Okay. <laughs> this is wow. like ears dropped in. Yeah. But wow, I'm still navigating. I'm still navigating how to um, check out Clubhouse. But I think it's just so very time consuming because you were stuck in mm-hmm. it and you forget about doing other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else? Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be a short episode, but we just have to bring it before the New Year's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's. I feel like this is part of the awesomeness of 
the fact that I'm not white because I feel like my whole life I've been like mourning the fact that I'm not white. Um, but you know, I get to, I just have, there's so much richness that it feels like it's great to embrace. And these are, you know, mm. it's moments like these where like you say, and we'll, we'll post a lot of pictures of, um, our celebration on Instagram or Helen will. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, there's the older I get, the more I realize, yeah, like, joy family the often the best things are in life are the things that we don't take time to just like really acknowledge mm-hmm. you know yeah it's brilliant yeah. every every day should be valentine's day if you're with someone every day should be like parent day or like every day should just be a celebration of life if you can if you can mm. yeah it just is getting sentimental <laughs> Oh my god, no! The last thing I do is seven I'm just like dying. I'm just like getting bitten by mosquitoes right now. All right. So once again, thank you to our listeners. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Google, and Apple. We're now on Acast. If you have enjoyed our show, please give us um, podcast a five star rating and share with your friends. We're now on Acast support. So if you'd like, please support us by donating, buy us a coffee or a chai latte. You can find our updates on Facebook and Instagram. So just search Asian Bitches Down Under. We welcome discussions and feedbacks. We'll chat to you next time. Next week? Yeah. Yeah. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Okay, bye.